What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Meet the Creatives. This is Rob, the Kid Who Makes His Podcast. Today, uh, this is a really, really special episode. I don't think I've ever done an episode of this podcast where I was like borderline emotional uh, the entire time, but getting the opportunity to meet Chase Jarvis, having him be so chill, you know, talking about how he affected my life in such a personal way, both with his podcast and helping me get through everything with my brother-in-law, Michael. This episode is really, really special, and uh, I'm super proud to put this out. I just want to take a second before the podcast to uh, thank everyone who got back to me with great feedback about my recent episode where I talked about getting a camera from KEH and getting some lenses. I'm really excited to share my personal work with you guys and to kind of share my journey in a way that's authentic and real. And, um, you know, having KEH as a sponsor has really enabled me to do that. And I'm really grateful for them, um, you know, partnering with me on the show, but also, uh, you know, giving me the opportunity to use this amazing gear. So this episode is like the greatest episode I think I've ever done. I love it. I know I say that on like every episode, but, you know, when they say don't meet your heroes, I say meet your heroes. And uh, that's exactly what happened here. So thank you to Julie and everyone at Creative Live and Chase for making this happen. Uh, I should probably stop rambling and let's start the show. Welcome back to another episode of Meet the Creatives. Today, I am joined by the one and only Chase Jarvis. Thanks so much for being on the show, man. Appreciate it. Super happy to be here. Thanks for having me, Rob. My goal in life, if this all works out perfectly, if this podcast becomes what I hope it to be, I will be like the Diet Coke Chase Jarvis. I will be like the margarine of Chase Jarvis. What you have built with Creative Live and with everything that you've done with your, you know, your interview series and your career, uh, I really look up to you, man. And uh, a fun fact, when I started out on the podcast, I didn't exactly have like a, a game plan or like kind of like a thesis of what I was doing. And then I took that class uh, on Creative Live with Debbie Millman, and she was talking about how you kind of create a goal. And it was, uh, she was talking about like Zipong Zhu and how he had like a mission statement and I had to make my mission statement. And Meet the Creative seeks to bridge the gap between entry-level creatives and the industry's best was predicated on a class I took with Creative Live. So it's kind of a full circle to have you here today. And, um, you know, um, you're obviously an inspiration to me. So thank you. I'm done fanboying. That's it. That's no, no, I love it. Hey, thanks a lot for sharing the story. Uh, Debbie is amazing, super close friend of mine, someone I respect and admire. And yes. that class, for anyone who's curious, go to Creative Live and search a brand called You. Yes. Super powerful class. Um, and I love what you said. And I don't know if you were like intentional with this or it was just sort of slipped out. But what you describe in starting the podcast was imperfect, imprecise, like just didn't know, but you started moving. Yes. And it's like that is such a key thing. And honestly, it's the gap. You know, it's part of how you fill in the gap between, you know, whoever is listening right now from where you are and where you want to be is this idea of imperfect, imprecise, maybe even wrong but, but it's action over just sitting there thinking about it, which is going to, you know, it helps unfold everything in life. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I was so like a bull in a china shop early on. And, uh, you know, sometimes you want things to happen quicker than they, they do. But you know, I'm thinking about like <laughs> you mean, all the time, all the yeah. time. Yeah, pretty much all the time. <laughs> uh, no, but I really was so like crazy and all over the place. And I'm so grateful for those people. I think that in my experience and tell me if you have this the same experience people will enable you on your journey if your level of give a shit kind of shines through despite however chaotic it may look, you know, because here's what people can sense. And this is 
you know, so I just wrote a book, uh, creative calling, which is one of the reasons we're, you know, we're talking today, but as I, you know, as I deconstructed the successes and failures that I'd had in life and I looked at, you know, my, my friends like Debbie, for example, and mentors, people who are in my world, like Richard Branson and Tim Ferriss, Brene Brown, these are some of the, like the, our, our culture's most revered people. You know what? What is it about them? There's so many things. You can smell the authenticity. It just oozes out of them. And, you know, whether you use the word intention or whatever the sort of the lens that you put on it. Right. Whatever the semantics are. Yeah. The, the, the go, if you will. Yeah. yeah. And, and the cool thing is what I understood and what helped me decide to write the book, Creative Calling, is that this this vehicle, this lens into our own creativity, what we're supposed to be doing with our life is always there for us. It's always available. And it, it's super murky, right? Because our parents tell us something, our oh, career, so our friends, peers, yeah. our boss, everyone, there's all these messages competing for our time, but you know where all the answers are? They're not out there. They're in here. And when you're in line with that part that's in here that you're supposed to be doing, people can smell it. It's contagious and you get a ton of juice from it. So it's like, it's the perfect storm. Yeah, absolutely. I think you had actually mentioned this on your podcast with Lewis Howe. By the way, great podcast. This podcast today will be a shell of that podcast. Uh, <laughs> if you enjoy this, go check that out. Lewis Howe, is my, Howe, is, am I saying that right? Yeah, okay. yeah H-O-W. Yes, yeah. yeah. Shout out we to have that a guy. Great Sick sideburns. I wish I had <laughs> sideburns like that. I don't know. that. That's... <laughs> that's not all I took away from that. No, but you were talking about how like people try, you know, if anyone who projects into the future and says they can see the, the future, you can only see a little bit out in front of you at a time. So when you were building and you were in that situation that I was, or, and, and I'm still in now, of getting it up off the ground, you know, how did you go from that journey to, to, to starting Creative Live and then also, you know, employing the first person. What is that journey like? And then we'll get to the book. I swear to God, I love the book. Yeah, no, no, it's cool. The, book, yeah. the cool thing, first of all, Rob, my own is personal it, curiosity. This <laughs> is the part that I really want to know. Now, all of these things carry the same characteristics, which yeah. is, well, let's just talk about the difference between sort of fiction and reality. The fiction, and to be crystal, this is the fiction that we're all sold, is that if you take these five steps that you're going to end up here, we're all sold a map. Like our parents, our career counselor, our boss, our peers, they all tell us, okay, here's what you should do. You should do this and then you do this and then you do – if you go to this school and get these grades, then you can have this job and then right. you have this happiness and this amount of money. and Take and, the test uh, and join the fire department or take the well, test and join. Right, exactly. Whatever. And, and just, it just, not that there's anything wrong with that, but you know the, the blueprint that people have for you. Yeah, there's a blueprint and we're sold this idea of a blueprint when, you know, or just let's use a map, right? The map has a dot that says you are here and then there's a bunch of dashed lines and then it ends at the red X and this is where you will end up. Right. But here's the deal out of deconstructing my own life, successes, failures, the successes and failures of the world's top performers. You know what a map got? A map never got anybody anywhere. And you know what got everybody everywhere is a compass. None of us know the exact steps. And in a world 20, 50 years ago, maybe there was some prescription of how to get to become a fill in the blank. Right. Now there's a million paths. And not only are there a million paths, but doubling down on your weird, quirky, who you are, what your past is, where you want to go is not just a way to get there. It's the best way to get there because it's unique to you. And that is what the internet, that is what this time in human 
<laughs> human existence is all about is right. being able to understand that that there's a million paths and that choosing yours not your neighbors not you can learn a bunch of stuff from all these other people right but paying attention to this authentic self and constructing through very imperfect actions your own way via a compass aligning with who you are listening to what's in your heart not just your mind but your head and your heart and then taking imperfect actions that's the only way through it. That's the only way that Richard Branson was found success and fulfillment and Brene Brown and anyone that you look up to on the internet or your neighbor next door who you like think is an awesome person. Right. They got everything that they have from that path. Yes, exactly. This actually re reminds me of a really weird like meta story. And I wasn't sure I was going to share this with you, but like it's so aligns with like what you're saying. Um, I was in San Francisco earlier earlier this year. You know, last year I unfortunately had lost my my brother-in-law. He was 22 years old, uh, and he died of Hodgkin's lymphoma. And I was having this real like recovery year, and you know, trying. I had all like this crazy growth because I was just like trying. You know, I was like in the hospital and trying to keep myself preoccupied. So the podcast was like growing and thriving. And then I had this kind of like journey back to like you know like adjusting to normal life again. And I was I was in San Francisco and I had like no money, but I was doing a live event with Collins, which is actually pretty cool. And mm -hmm. uh, we were right outside of where your original office was in San Francisco. We were at the, um, that, what's that letterpress place called in San Francisco? I forgot what it is. Um, oh yeah, I know that in the design yes. district, San Francisco. I'm so there, sorry for there. not knowing this. Sorry to the people. It's awesome. I'll make sure I put it up on the podcast. Anyway, uh, but I was walking to the bar afterward, after the, the live event thinking about like how like I had no money, how I had nothing. And they were saying about how like on this street that like Chase Jarvis used to have like an office, like one of the guys that was there that night used to work with your creative live in San Francisco. And then like now you're, you know, you're working with Apple, you're doing all these different things. And I just remember like what, it, what it must've been like to be in your shoes and be like that young and have that much responsibility. That must've been like crazy. Well, it's like, this is the thing Sorry, about. Sorry, I was really going out on a limb. I know. No, 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 no. But this is the thing about all of our lives. And again, this is a lot about what I talk about in Creative Calling. The book is that we're all like any book or any um, podcast or 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 movie or film or internet video that prescribes some precise laser-like path or journey from point A to point B that is based on like some perfect theory or you start with perfect thing X or perfect life Y and then you do these three things and you're going to end up happy and fulfilled. Like we all know that that's fiction, right? right. Except, you know, go back to the path versus compass. And, you know, your question about, wow, what, what must it have been like for me? It's the same, it's the same thing that everyone who's listening is going through right now yeah. where where there's a, we're insecure, we're scared, we're not sure if we're doing the right thing or if we're listening to the right voice or the like, and the fact that it is messy and the fact that we can acknowledge it and still put together some semblance of how to get from here to where we want to be. To me, you know, the book was is is very much about that. And for anyone who's who is maybe in that position that I was in when you just described or the position you were in in the hospital and not knowing, you know, for, for almost everybody, there's this gap between where we find ourselves right now and where we want to be. And right. it can get depressing and frustrating and 
Yeah, because I know, saw that, and it was kind of like I, I was like wildly inspired. Like I remember, like I I got off the high of doing this thing. I thought it was so good, and then I saw I was like he had that, and he was basically like my age when he had that, and then he continued to build from there. But then yeah. I realized, but then I like at the time I had no empathy for myself to be to look at what had transpired in my life and how yeah. everyone's journey is different. I just wanted like build this fucking thing bigger. Why can't I build it bigger? And that's a tough thing to you know. Totally, but here's yeah. the deal. Like right now, that's that that is exactly that what's going through the lives of however many listeners are listening right now. They're going right. like, wow, they're right. Like there is a gap between where I am and right now, and that's exciting that I can start to understand. And and if I can listen to what I really want to be doing with my life, you know, that's thing one, which is very powerful. But thing two, then you immediately go to like, oh my God, I'm you know, 10 miles or a thousand hours or 10,000 hours away from actually fulfilling that or achieving it. But here's, here's what I want you to keep in mind. You might be that far away. And for you, you might be that distance from where you are now with the podcast to where you want to be. And anyone who's listening or jogging down the road or driving in their car or whatever, there's this gap, but here's the deal. You might be 10,000 hours away, but you're one decision. And to me, that's like, crazy empowering that all you need to do is decide right now that you are willing to do whatever it takes to pursue the things that you're supposed to be doing in your life and that you will work to find a way to listen to that that call that we all have inside us every single person it's just about figuring it out that's what i sort of walk through in the book is how to understand who who we are and what we're supposed to be doing and then thing two then start taking steps towards actualizing it Right. For people that are listening and they maybe they haven't yet, because I've done a few things now where I feel like I've, I've seen how you can make real tangible change. You can push things and, you know, talk to people. And if you maintain relationships, like kind of like you and I did, like eventually things come, come of that. And that's kind of awesome. But for people that are just at the outset and have nothing to compare it to, what would you say to those people? People that are in school or, you know, maybe they got a degree in something else and they just discovered that they want to be like a muralist. And they're at the foot of that journey. I'm going to put it in a slightly different framework. And so one, that the lives that you aspire to, that you see on TV or that you know personally and that are incredibly empowering and enriching and that you sort of want to to find your own version of that. Right. Those lives and your life, those things are created. They're not found, they're not stumbled on, they're not discovered, they are created and they're created with intention. Mm-hmm. And this is a thing that we're not under, we're, we're not told in our culture. That is the way that I use the word creative. I yeah. Sure, I like- And this is pop- in the book, by the way. I, I know yeah, that this, this is in the book. book. <laughs> like, I, I like, you know, art is awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge advocate for it, but we understand, we have a very narrow understanding of creativity in our culture. But creativity with a capital C, that's the kind of creativity that I'm talking about. I'm talking about the life that you want to live. If you tap into it, you will have created it. It didn't find you. You didn't stumble into it. Mm-hmm. You made a decision that this is what I want to do. And then you made a plan. You actualized that plan. And voila. Exactly. And that can be one, three, five, ten years. It doesn't matter. But here's part B is that when you start to make those decisions intentionally and you start to take action toward those goals, something really magical happens, which is the universe starts happening for you rather than to you. You start 
there's this momentum that happens when you start to realize that, wait a minute, this is creativity, the capital C that Chase is talking about. And when you realize, A, that every person is creative. First of all, go to any first grade classroom. Who wants to come to the front of the room and draw me a picture? Oh, yeah. How many, yeah. How many hands go up? Every single hand. My wife is a teacher. I know your wife uh, is a teacher too, but my yeah. wife is a music teacher. And the stuff I see in the hallways is like cooler than like what's on like, you know, the best yeah. design vlogs out there. It's so cool. And it's so it like, it's unhindered. It's amazing. So if you believe that everyone's creative and what I'm here to tell you, I'm not asking, I'm telling you that creativity is a muscle and that the more you use it, the stronger it gets. It only follows that. Okay. Then if that's true, then in creating and being aware that I'm like right now, Rob, we're co-creating this conversation. Yeah. I'm creating whatever it is I want to have for dinner at night. I'm deciding and creating who I spend my time with. When you start to realize that you are in charge of these small daily creative actions, then you own, you have no choice but to realize that you're also in charge of and have agency over your own life. It's just creativity at a different scale. I love that so much. And it's true. And I think sometimes just like getting moving, getting shaking. I, I remember when I was going through like my real kind of bout with, uh, with like depression and everything. I remember I used to watch, there was this YouTube video you put up about just uh, like if you're kind of freaking out and you're like anxious, one of the mm -hmm. best things you can do is just like walk up a hill. And mm -hmm. I remember I, I walked up like probably like a hundred hills just off of that one thing. You really kind of got me in shape. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Thank you for doing that. <laughs> uh, I think it's, it's, it's a, uh, fitness is an important piece of, of overall health. Yeah. But I, I, I want to like, it got you in shape physically. But I also want to make and mentally the, more important. Yeah, like and mentally and emotionally. And, you know, that is when we're programmed, as we all are with so many outside forces, our parents have a huge influence as our peers, our friends, what we see on TV, all these stories that are telling us everything we need to be and do and become. And, you know, the reality is that there is that that by and large, we get crappy advice from those sources. Yeah. And we're taught to ignore the one thing that is super, super true for us, our true, like three in the morning, staring at the ceiling, authentic self, that the answers aren't out there in the world where we're getting all this information. The answers are all in here. Yes. They're all in I us. Agree. And to me, that's a very, it's a very different but powerful way of thinking about things because everything else is like, it's lacking. Like I don't have this, I got to get that. I Versus if you can turn your attention inward and, and listen to this part of us that knows our individual personal truths, when you start to realize that, wait a minute, you mean I have these tools, I have access to this information, I know what, it might be imperfect, and rather it's going to be imperfect, but I know the first thing to do, I know where to experiment, to play, to experience, to take a chance, when you start to realize that you have all that stuff in you, it's, it's very empowering, and that's, you know, that, again, that's what the book is, is about. Yeah, for sure. I, I know that on the call-in show with Gary Vee, you had somebody call in. I thought it was so great because he was kind of just like, he was talking about the gear and he was talking about like, you know, like kit.com and having all the right stuff. But I think the thing that you guys were trying to drive home, and I think that you in particular did with a lot of empathy was that like, you can have all of the tools and you can have all of the things, but it is the action that allows you to kind of get it across the, the finish line and you know, a lot of people ha have all the right things to say and, and they say the words, but they're not doing the action. So 
Do you feel like you're always getting the same questions though? I can't help but feel like a lot of times it's just, you know, 15,000 different ways of the same question. Sure. But to, to me, that's actually, but that's actually really cool. Yeah. That means that there are not that many problems for all of us to solve that they might take on different content or, you know, through a slightly different lens or, but fundamentally there's just a handful of challenges that we all face. And you know, our circumstances are wildly different, different, you know, what a child in Africa is experiencing versus, you know, someone who is white and male and born in the United States versus someone who is, you know, radically different from that or has a different background or set of beliefs or heritage. And, and when you realize that, you know, that to me, this is actually a really cool thing that there's, there are only a handful of human conditions and a handful of gaps between where we are and where we want to be and navigating those gaps they all have a really similar structure and approach if you just if you sort of deconstruct how to get from point a to point b mm. you know you can look at that as wildly distressing or the way i choose to look at it is like wow i don't mind getting the same questions because it just there's a, a handful of fundamental truths about authenticity and personal connection and and knowing thyself that can get you from where you are to where you want to be mm -hmm. that makes you know, to me, that's, that's really exciting. Yeah, absolutely. Dude, this has been absolutely insane. Uh, for time, you're pretty much just about good on time. Yeah, I've got, I, I got another minute because I, I want to give you a, a dose of gratitude and say, I'm excited for what you've been building and working through these tough moments in life as you did with your brother-in-law. And a lot of my reconciliation with the gap between where I was and where I wanted to be came in tough moments, moments of trauma where I lost people close to me. I was almost also killed in a tragic accident that I managed to escape with my life. And you wow. can read the book about that, but it's, it's in these traumatic moments where we often are, we are, we give ourselves permission to be aware of where we are, where we want to be, mm -hmm. that we, we, we sort of take stock of this one precious life that we have. Yeah. But in creative calling, I try and give people a lens through which to look at. You don't actually have to have that trauma or, you know, and it's always not, not always negative too. Like it could be the birth of a child, something, but what if we could just like get inside our own head and heart and actually understand who we are and then create a system and a roadmap for getting where we want to be without the trauma. It's a compass, without, Chase. It's a compass you have to it use. Is. Compass. Like, <laughs> Come and, on, you know, beyond brand. That's not, that's what the, yeah. you know, I mean, that's what the book is about. And, and I feel like, you know, you've done that. You've, you know, made it through this and you have I a lens on something you want to do. And look at none, none of us have ever sort of fully arrived. Yeah. But when you start walking on this path that you know, where you know, you start, you're doing the right things and you're pulling on this thread and life's happening for you rather than to you. Right. It's just, it's just, fun to, to, uh, see you doing the thing you're supposed to be doing. So yeah. thank you, man. I really appreciate that. And for people listening, like I can't express how crazy this is. This basically would be like, if you were into basketball and then Michael Jordan was like telling you that kind of thing, is that really like, <laughs> you know, in terms of, I'm just kidding. I know, I know you put your pants on one leg at a time. I've done enough interviews to you know realize that people are people, but you know, I, I'm grateful for you doing that. And I think that, you know, for, for what, 
you know, you're trying to do with this book and for what I'm trying to do with this podcast. I think it shines through today. So um, thank you so much for doing this, man. I really appreciate it. Thank you for all your advice. You really helped get me through some hard times. I know sometimes you're doing things on a big scale and you just see a flurry of comments, but you are making a huge, meaningful change in, in my life and a lot of, you know, tens of millions of people around the world crushing life with Creative Live and your new book, oh. Creative Calling. Yeah. now available Thanks. i saw it i got it i got it i'm a very very slow reader but i bought bought it at uh barnes and noble it's got a little like texture on the outside with the red paint is there any story behind yeah. that red paint what's or, or is it just like an aesthetics thing that's my last question then i swear to god we're done no uh, the the, the can't book leave is it too depressing you know what i mean for, for people <laughs> who, who haven't seen the physical book it is a blank white canvas and it just says the words creative calling in it and there's a half a jacket and the half a jacket is a piece of art that I commissioned from a dear friend of mine, and it's his rendition. But the cool thing is that that half a jacket comes off, and you're left with this blank canvas, which is what we're all given with our life. There's one precious life, and I want to, you know, the cool thing is now people all over the world are starting to color and draw and paint and shape this crazy canvas, and that's what we're all able to do with our lives. So I got an episode on my podcast specifically about the cover for anybody who wants to do more. Cool. But I just want to say again, thanks again for having me on the show. I hope no you worries. Thanks, buddy. Thank you for your time. I know you're a busy guy. And good luck with the rest of your tour and get some sleep. Make sure you get some rest, buddy. <laughs> Going to do it. Thanks a lot. Ron. All right. Take care. Bye.